This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. This is episode 631. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll want to tune in to learn from Christopher Gibson with Recursion. They run a Santa Phage Enzyme. It's a 40-person upstart launched in 2013. They raised $23 million in equity and have received $5 million in grants. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latka here. Our guest this morning is Greg Freistadt, and he is the technology executive with over 20 years of experience leading innovative and transformative companies. He founded four venture-backed startups, all of which had successful exits, and is now building a company called SalesWise. He's deeply rooted in venture capital and the management of internet technology companies, having led several through acquisition and has had a hand in developing disruptive technologies and convergence of telecom plus internet, personal finance, and online banking web-based analytics and digital media slash online marketing and currently relationship intelligence. Greg, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready. All right. Tell us what SalesWise does and what's your business model? How do you make money? Uh, the SalesWise is a business relationship intelligence platform. So what we do is we help sales leaders, uh, client success leaders get a real truly granular visibility into the most important relationships they have, whether that be prospects, customers, vendors, or partners. Uh, we are a SaaS company, but we do not charge by the seat. Uh, rather, we believe in what we call democratizing data, meaning that our customers should provide uh, our relationship intelligence to every single employee that can use it productively. So we price based upon the total size of the company. Okay. And what's the... Uh, and then we pass through the Google Cloud store. Go ahead. I was going to say, Greg, so uh, uh, what's the, on average, because I know you have a bunch of different customer cohorts, but on average, what's the customer paying you per month? Uh, somewhere just short of $1,000 a month. Uh, the entry level is $500 for under 100 employees. Uh, we go up to 500 employees for $2,500 a month. Okay. And, and take us back to kind of more of the story here. So what year did you launch this business in? Um, the business was founded about two and a half years ago. The product that we are currently in market with was launched about four months ago. Okay, so 2015 is really kind of founding of the business, and then the current product you said was about two months ago? Four months. Four months ago. Great. And what is the so, – so 2015 is when you founded the business. Now, what were – I mean, what got you into this? What were you doing before 2015? So I sold my last company to a company called Outbrain, and um, I was running – I started started and ran their strategic initiatives and channel. So my customer was really our 65 US salespeople and the frustration of trying to use Salesforce and email and weekly meetings to understand what those sales guys needed to sell better so I could do my job striking partnerships 
was intensely frustrating and led me to the conclusion that the alleged uh, revolution of sales and marketing uh, on the internet is really a revolution in marketing and that sales, sales management and sales teams uh, really haven't seen the type of innovation and access to data to transform how they do their jobs. So that's what we set out to build with SalesWise. Now, did you use capital from your exit to Outbrain to fund SalesWise and, and you kind of bootstrapped it or did you raise kind of outside capital? Um, I funded the first uh, six to eight months. I, I think I've raised uh, about 20 rounds of venture capital over the last 20 <laughs> years. And I, I've participated in every round and will continue to participate in any time I ask outsiders for money. I, I, I tend to think I should be putting my own money alongside it. How much did you bet up front before you raised outside capital? How much of your own money did you put in? Uh, about a half a million bucks. Okay. And how much have you raised total to date? Uh, total to date, we've raised a little over $3 million with a good chunk of that still in the bank. Okay, and was that mostly convertible notes or did you do priced rounds? Uh, all priced rounds. All priced. Oh, um, great. That's great. Uh, I mean, my initial capital was a uh, convert, uh, but, but everything, everything since then has been priced rounds. Got it. And then uh, where are you at now in terms of team size? Uh, we are about 10, 11 guys. We are just hiring our first sales and marketing people. So, you know, the, the infrastructure required to do what we're doing is enormous. So my co-founder was five years Mountain View Google. And to give you some sense, you know, we're, we're seeking over 800 million Salesforce records a day and wow. have over five terabits of data. So it was a full two years, year and a half to actually build the infrastructure required to service the type of enterprises and the magnitude of data uh, that's required for the platform to perform. I mean, that's a lot of data. How, how many customers are you serving now, January 2017? Or February? Um, we're, we don't disclose exact numbers, but we're, we're over a dozen customers and adding one or two a week right now. So we're really just ramping up sales and marketing. Got it. So, so it's fair to say, uh, again, you're in the fairly early stages because you just launched the product, but it's fair to say you're doing, call it at least 12 grand per month in monthly recurring revenue? Yeah, it's about right. Yep. Okay, and then uh, you mentioned 11 people. Are you guys all based down there in the Atlanta Tech Village? We are. Oh, good. We okay. Are. Good. Um, and then what is the... Uh, talk to me about some of the other stuff you look at. And maybe speak from experience, too, because I know this one's kind of just getting off the ground in terms of revenue and cohorts and an analyzation. But when you look at your gross kind of churn or, or what you think churn will be for this kind of ARPU and this kind of cohort you're going after, what do you anticipate that being? You know, it's too early to tell. We haven't lost a customer yet. And we're having customers just now ask about uh, subscribing annually for some type of discount. So given the, the nature of our data integration, we, we, we extract and synchronize the entire Salesforce database and the entire exchange or Gmail stack day one. So once this data is integrated with our platform and people start using it, it's very difficult to replace until we see some competitors in the market. Yep. So I think we'll enjoy uh, very, very low churn, uh, maybe even negative churn and expansion for some period of time until the market category gets established and we see some competitors, which I would imagine will be the cause of uh, churn. Who do you who do you see as uh, maybe you don't have direct competitors now, but who is closest to you in this space? Just name two or three. Um, I think the guys at DataHug are, are pretty close. I think that what Relate IQ was doing prior to being acquired uh, by Salesforce is, is fairly close. Some of the CRM players that are looking at kind of the next generation of CRM, uh, when they merge with the BI players, I, I think that'll get close. Name, uh, name someone in the CRM space. Um, in the CRM space, that's close. Um, maybe Stereo, uh, who, who's kind of a mobile-first uh, data integrator. 
Um, the guys that contextually are getting close, they're kind of in the uh, in the CRM space there as well. I think that the best comparables would be to look at like what uh, Gainsight and Tatango have done on the customer experience side and the way that they're looking at large data sets and simplifying them for knowledge workers to use every day. Yep. Uh, I think those are really good comparables. I think eventually the, the guys in the BI space like Domo and Tableau uh, are, are looking at the same data sources we are, but they're rolling up for executive dashboards and trends, whereas we're providing you know absolute granularity into what's happening on a relationship by relationship basis. And are you, from a data source perspective, I mean, I know a lot of people, you kind of mix and mingle data with other sources that people buy Clearbit or Full Contact or some other access to APIs. Are you doing any of that or is most of the stuff just web scraping you're doing? Uh, we don't do any web scraping at all, uh, except for a little bit of social. So Clearbit is actually uh, a vendor of ours, so we use Clearbit. Okay. Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest innovations that we have is we're breaking the linear relationship you have with email. So if you and five of your compatriots in your company are all working on a deal, we look at all of the inboxes in aggregate. We look at all of the messages, documents, contacts, meetings that, that pertain to a relationship. And we recompile that into one place, a single pane of glass to understand everything that's going on inside of your enterprise as it pertains to a relationship. So as we look at those contacts and who the people are, we ping Clearbit to get titles. Uh, we do scrape, I guess, pictures from social media. Okay. But for the most part, we walk directly in through the APIs of Salesforce, Gmail, and Exchange. We don't do any scraping. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Canoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods, and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. Greg, let's wrap up here with a famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, uh, good to great. Number two, Jim Collins fan, huh? Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, you know, I'm always following Mr. Benioff to see if he can continue to, to innovate beyond the scale of, of, of the amazing SaaS business that he's built. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, when I hear your business, I mean, that would be like a perfect exit for you. Am I, am I right? Um, I don't know. Either that or somebody who wants to take some of that market share. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft. Uh, number three, <laughs> <laughs> number three, Greg, is there a favorite, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Uh, favorite online tool. I think right now it's got to be mixed power. I mean, such or, or full story. One of those really kind of what are people doing with my product every day platforms. What was the second one? Full story. Okay. All right. Number four. Yeah. Uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, seven or eight. Okay. That's pretty good. And then what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? I am happily married with two kids who are off to college 
but uh, we're all going to be buckled in and watching our Falcons win on Sunday. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, yeah, that's a big game. Big game. How old are you? I am 50 years old. All right, Greg, last question, man. Bring it home for us. Take us back 30 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, my 20-year-old self. Uh, don't sell your first company for $20 million when you can sell it for 50 You said don't sell? <laughs> what, what, was your, what was your first company? Company called Talent, uh, internet company, on uh, Unified Messaging, uh, started in 1994, sold in 1996. The uh, CEO flew up, said he wanted to buy the business. I said, you can't afford it. He said, how much? I said, 20 million. He said, sounds fair. I threw up in a trash can. Oh. And, and, then, and then everything went up through the roof in the 1999-ish range. You should have, should have waited a year or two, huh? Well, I sold one in 99 for just under 200 million as well. So Which I, one was that? I, I hit that. I hit that one as well. And then I lost my degree in timing when I started one in the beginning of uh, 01. <laughs> All right, guys, there you have it from founder of sales laws an experienced entrepreneur. He's been around the block. He's seen it. Greg, again, helping folks get build better and, and nonlinear relationships with their data. So they're not so reliant directly on email tied into many, many different APIs to get great data. Now serving over 12 customers doing ARPU wise about a grand per month too early on other unit economics. They raised about 3 million bucks. He put in 500 grand for the first six to eight months to Fund it. Their team of 11 is based down there at the Atlanta Tech Village. Greg, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode with Greg, go back and listen to yesterday's episode with Matthew. His company Mention is helping 4,000 customers with Google Alerts on steroids, all paying a minimum of 60 bucks a month for 240 grand in monthly recurring revenue. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.